0: Hey guys, Peter Baltus, and you're watching CMS TV.
1: And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. Myself, Chris Aiken, that guy over there. Mr. Eric Farantinos. Eric, how are you? Well, Chris, I'm happy to report that I survived Hurricane Hillary. Oh, I, I've been hearing that there's all <laughs> kinds of hurricane stuff. Is it Was it bad? Was it anything?
0: Hurricane Hillary, the most overhyped hurricane in the history of the Southern California West Coast.
1: I mean, much like presidential candidate Hillary.
0: <laughs> Very much so.
1: <laughs> a lot of hot air, but no substance. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I fell for
0: it, too. That's the sad part, because if anybody's giving the news people crap, it's me. Right. You know, the fake news guy. Uh, but they got me. They got me because I the one time I do listen to the news is when it, there's a potential disaster where you got to know possibly what roads are closed, uh, evacuation orders, you know, get some get some other picture of what's going on in the, right. in the area for helicopter footage or, or what have you that's the only time where i might find them to be useful to me and not filling my head with propaganda and lies sure.
1: well and the scary thing is you in a way almost have to be cautious just because i mean how could you i, I think and i have not been there but i i think if you stood outside in your front you, on your patio you could throw a rock and get it in the water, right? You're that Correct. close. Correct. So being that close, it ain't like it ain't like you look out and you see a storm way out there and you don't worry about it. When you see it rolling in, it's coming. It's gonna hit with all the force of the winds from the ocean hitting you. Yeah, exactly. Like like <laughs> the like the wave at the end of um what is that movie with Point Break? Um, no, no, no. The one with the um, <laughs> Even worse, the one with the, well, day, not Day After Tomorrow, but the other one where Taya The Leone's, Last of Earth. Yeah, whatever that movie was with Taya Leone and her and her, her and her dad are standing there hugging each other on the beach while the fucking 300-foot wave comes and crushes them. Was that Bruce Willis? No. No, they no, saved the, the planet. The, okay. uh, maybe it was Day After Tomorrow. I think it was Day After Tomorrow now, I'm thinking about it. They're the same movie. Right. Is you that know, the
0: nuclear our, one? Is that the
1: nuke one? The day? No, that's no, the day that's, after. That that's the nuclear one. I think was the Bruce Willis one because they went to the asteroid with the nukes and they were drilling down and they got blinded by explosions and all kinds of bullshit like. that.
0: Well, I'm going back to the 1980s. Oh, look there at was you a, when they were doing the the nuclear weapon propaganda. They put out movies to scare us us little kids, and they had right. a, a movie they put out, and I believe it was called The Day After.
1: The day it after. Was,
0: hmm We could maybe try to look it up, but uh they they put that out there just to scare the shit out of us and keep us in constant fear of world destruction. That's a very important tool, control tool. Right. For the people. Dude, so.
1: And and the funniest thing, and I know you remember this. I certainly remember this. Some of our listeners probably don't remember this. Do you remember when the solution was for nuclear war was get under your desk get under your desk and put your hands over your head? Right. <laughs> That, we used to have drills for that shit in, in school like every year they would they would have that drill where you would i i, I don't think it was under your debt was well, we had to go out in our hall like go out in the hall and face the wall lockers and put your hands over your head like that's gonna stop a fucking nuclear you know, a nuclear explosion
0: it is uh comical their solutions are ridiculous i mean if if there was really such a threat you would think that they would be building bunkers under the school at some
1: point right yeah you would think so but of course of course not all you had to do is go out in the hallway and put your hands over your head and you were safe <laughs> what did well, they think they were doing
0: yeah i don't know uh, most people do yeah there you go the day after look at that shit look at that wow they did a lot of uh psyops on us in the 80s as kids sure uh, and we bought it all. Was we
1: believed it all.
0: We believed it all. Uh, we believed um, the Challenger exploding, the uh, sp- the space shuttle Challenger. That was to uh, yeah. let us know how dangerous space is and what these people right. are going through. They made sure they put a teacher on there so it would really resonate with us. That's right.
1: Yeah. So that's it probably an. Shown, un- well, it was, so it would be shown in schools. Right. They had a teacher on it. I, I remember. I was in school at that time. I was a senior in high school when it blew up and i remember all of our classes were kind of canceled and we had like back then you had the av department in the school and they had the wheel wheeling tvs they wheeled in the tvs into every classroom so that you could watch the challenger then it blew up right allegedly
0: <laughs> allegedly yeah it's an unpopular opinion to have because i mean i'm sure 90 percent of the world uh believes that that historically happened as as we were told where this teacher got lucky and became part of the crew and as you said uh due to it being a scholastic thing we were along for that whole ride of hers you know all Mm -hmm. the updates every week and making sure we were really locked in emotionally to this story so that they could go oh guess what oops got a problem houston and boom and uh we're supposed to watch this lady this pretty lady die
1: Uh, uh, on live we've lost TV. contact houston we've lost contact
0: right and then there was the the rumors uh yeah you know uh, a space boot just washed up on the
1: beach <laughs> a space In, boot uh...
0: A space boot with the boot, the, the bone was in there. Kids start like spreading rumors and shit. Yeah, that's cool. That's but, that's, uh, that's
1: about as believable as as everything got fucking blown up on nine eleven, except for the passport of one of the hijackers. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here.
0: Well, for the for the normies that don't know where I'm going with this, uh, forty years later, it's been brought to light that the entire crew is alive and well and okay. unless you're to believe that it's their twins
1: now, i have not heard this theory where is where can i hear this is this like a bitch uh, theory or yeah you know no i i you know what
0: while we're talking because i should i didn't know we were gonna go yeah with i today. didn't know either we're just ripping. but i will uh i i will find the photo and i, I text it to you is the quickest way i could probably get it okay uh, but it shows the before uh pictures of them uh let's see challenger so where are they living in a bunker somewhere Uh, still alive uh they're actually some of them are working at yale university uh the cow face guy that's got the eyes on each side of his head um he he has a business he's still working oh here we go this this will this is this will kind of do it's a little blurry but
1: so are they claiming themselves as? Do do they actually say if if people talk to them say yeah I was on the Challenger and it didn't blow up or do they are they new identitied
0: Here, I'm gonna uh,
1: yeah send it gonna, over.
0: Yeah, I was sent over because it is pretty interesting. Some of them did not change their name, <laughs> and then a uh, a few of them did. But that was one rumor that they always would put out there that uh, all the astronauts have a twin. You have to have a twin to be an astronaut, you see, oh, because <laughs> we we have to uh, be able to test the differences of your identical twin up in space versus here. It makes right. perfect sense, doesn't it? Uh, okay. Um, here we go. Okay. So I'm texting this over to you now. All
1: right. Yep. there it is. All right. Let's, I can put it right up on the screen. I think.
0: <laughs> So, you either believe the twin theory. I mean, I could tell you that they're typically all Freemasons. Astronauts share that same little factoid that they're all they're Freemasons. All part of that crew. They're all one of them. Uh, but this Challenger crew, they appear to still be alive. And this has been tried to be, de- of course, desperately debunked recently when you do your initial searches, but it's hard to shake the picture. When you see right. it, you realize, oh my God,
1: it is them. <laughs>
0: They're totally still alive, and they they played us. They played us. Well,
1: back then. that's not sh- that's really not shocking at all that they played us on something, is it?
0: No, it's constantly
1: happening. Constantly I mean, happy to us. It just seems like more and more. As I go down the rabbit hole, and I and I'm not as as big into it as you are. But the more and more we go, the more and more it's just pretty obvious that there's not a whole lot that's ever told. Nothing happens without a reason. That's the weirdest thing is like the, the biggest conspiracy is that there's accidents. That to me is the biggest conspiracy is that there's there's actually accidents because there's not the accidents are they all just fucking happen. You know, it's it oh you're talking happens. about
0: accidents with uh with, with the uh government projects and yeah there?
1: right yeah that's the they're, they're it's like oh there's this tremendous accident and then you find out later well it was for this or it was for that or it was right. a propaganda most recently it's or... uh
0: russia right russia was going to land on the moon russia is going to do it with their they have a also a homeless tweaker shelter looking thing they're throwing up there but it's made of gold right and yeah. that thing apparently got uh zapped yeah but here you can see um they're all alive and well guys
1: <laughs> look at that jesus this guy yeah. especially right here at the bottom right. that yep. guy looks exactly the same
0: uh and the the dude uh i wasn't guy, prepared to do this thing right now right this, this cow cow eyes
1: or this guy too really right <laughs> the only difference from between this guy and this guy is that this guy ate some after this guy
0: like there the, there was a great video on youtube on it where a guy was really funny about it and i i'll see if i have that too uh challenger still alive uh, not to waste too much time on this ah, but whatever. he actually has the names and tells you where they're working uh now and stuff um they might have taken this down is the teacher still teaching no no she's not that's my
1: question is she still a teacher somewhere
0: no, she's not a teacher somewhere. They Change all got her reassigned.
1: Change your name. See, that's a thing Challenger? too that,
0: that yeah, there's a thing, you know, people have to realize too when it comes to the CIA that even if you're not directly a CIA agent, right. say you're the wife of, the daughter of, you're you're still an agent. Like they all these family members are, are operatives in a lot of cases. Right. So they're they're planted in uh, years ahead of time.
1: See, I love this stuff. I
0: and, yeah, they do it. They're they're freaks.
1: I I That's don't love idea. that they do it, but I love hearing about it because I I'm I'm like I am a newbie in the world of conspiracy shit. I love it. I ain't gonna lie and say I don't love it, dude. Last night, the greatest news in the world of Rumble, different right. topic sort of, but not really. But the greatest news in the world of Rumble is that Rumble brought Alex Jones back. Right. Alex Jones has his twenty four hour channel on rumble it just airs 24 7 i was watching a little bit last night of that i was laughing my ass off because he's just he's as wacky as ever but he's he's you know i can't say that he's a conspiracy theorist anymore because Mm -mm. more than half his shit has come out to be true
0: did you see the latest uh, where a, a TSA whistleblower came to him and said they're going to be doing the shutdowns again and uh, starting with the uh, mass on planes is coming back mid-September in about two or three weeks, and they're going to try to probably ride this Eris. It's E-R-I-S. Is uh, It's the Greek god of discord, actually. They're very methodical with these names and right. everything that they do, but uh, apparently they're going to try to do this to us again. Uh, with this new variant, according to Alex Jones as whistleblowers at the TSA, um, I will, you know, tell you real quick. If you didn't tune in a few weeks back, when I was on Delta Airlines, they had a, a thing for the digital ID right, right. already in place, and the DMV is uh, has people out beta testing it right now to to make sure everything's working perfectly before they impose it on us. So it's all coming. It's time to get spicy, everybody. <laughs>
1: Well, I ain't doing it. I didn't do it last time. I ain't doing it this time. Fuck 'em. them. That's all I got to say. Fuck em. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I, <laughs> I was I'm thinking about that too. It.
0: I was thinking like even on the mask yeah. thing, I'm like, all right, how am I going to push back on this? Because I, I shop at my same grocery store and mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, well, and you tell me if this is a bad idea, but okay, if they go in and try to do that at Winco, I'm going to go in without my mask. I'm going to shop and I know one of the things they do is they'll just not check you out
1: when you mm-hmm. get there and i'm gonna go well i guess it's free then well why not that money i guess and it's free grocery day and especially where you live right now there's no crime in it anyway that's they don't right. arrest you if it's under a grand right yeah no it's never that much that's it's what i'm saying but i'm saying isn't that yeah. the law now in in california is that if like, like the stores aren't even supposed to stop you if you're trying to steal food
0: Right. They can or, still or steal groceries
1: like or whatever, you know. Or not groceries, but like I mean, we see how many fucking videos of people just walking and filling carts up at Walmart and walking out. It is weird. It's dumb is what it is, but hell. Dude, yeah. it's at at some point and, and again, this is me being radical guy here. Hello YouTube. Mm-hmm. Glad to know that you'll be banning this one. That's but right. um but at some point you just have to fight fire with fire. At some point, you have to say, look, if you're not going to make these fucking people do the job and you're going to try and impose your fucking bullshit on me, fuck you. I'm going to use your rules against you. It's that simple. And just walk into a fucking grocery store, fill it up with two, three hundred dollars worth of groceries and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, attempt to pay. I'm
0: like, here's my money. I know I'm on camera trying to pay. You're not taking my money. Well, yeah, well then fuck go. off.
1: Yeah, here. You're not
0: going to sure. starve me out in some kind of Nazi fashion. Yeah,
1: fuck you. Know, you. The,
0: gro- the grocery store I've been buying groceries at since it got built in 2015 or whatever. I mean, come on. I'm hoping they're not going to do something like that. Uh, I'm hoping that everybody learned a hard lesson the last couple of years. You know, because hindsight's always 2020. 20. Uh, but it's weird how that how there's this innate. Fear of germs that humans have, and they played mm-hmm. upon that with us. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Why like, is it
1: so much more rampant out where you are, out in California? Because I could tell you, even here, you know, even when COVID was at its highest, highest level here, it was still maybe at most 70% that were doing the mask thing. It was not universal out there and my brother lives in san diego and like my brother flew here once for you know for work or whatever he came here and we went to lunch you know we we came we went to lunch together and this was like 2021 so it was right in the heart of it right mm-hmm. he came here he might as well have been wearing a fucking space suit i mean he was <laughs> he was wearing the the super oh. n95 not even just the n95 but the super n95 with the detachable fucking filters and all that other shit and i wasn't even wearing a mask i was like i'm not doing that you know and we just sat we sat on outside at a patio at a restaurant and nobody gave me any shit i mean there was people around me that were wearing masks but nobody gave me any shit everybody was just like whatever dude do you
0: i don't know i don't know the exact uh reasons i I mean it's not all one reason i mean there is a big reason where i feel like in california they wear that mask as a as their democratic badge of their cult
1: oh you think that it's a it's a status thing like a yeah it is i'm with
0: gavin right they're like wearing their wearing it on their sleeve so to speak right
1: Like, hey everybody you know right away I'm one of them, or yes. more to the point, if you're not wearing it, then you know right away that's a MAGA MAGA-loving Trumper, right? <laughs> I get thrown in that
0: category often, where people think I'm a Trump person, which I'm really not. I always felt I didn't hate the guy or anything. I just thought it was he was it was comical that they put him uh, into the race in the first place because I have always felt he was he was more of an actor. Like I'm always mm-hmm. suspect when people have fictitious tv shows and stuff they've already played roles as things uh and he's somebody that was perfect for for maybe for the position they wanted i mean i do think he's one of them too and so that's another unpopular opinion with the conservative uh people i do Um, hate biden i mean i'll straight up tell you that i hate that guy yeah that is true
1: he's a piece of shit that's true i i am with you i'm not i mean you know on the other show on the cms Fucking Neely's the guy. I mean, we even made a bumper that he's the conductor of the Trump train because mm-hmm. that's how much of a supporter Neely is of, of Trump. Right. Where me, I'm not that guy. Even on the Seth show, Seth's very, very conservative. Where right. me, I'm like, I'm I'm not giving up my guns, and I'm fine if you kill your babies. You know, I don't care either way. I'm not I'm not leaning one way or the other. I'm definitely, what, middletarian? Not true, right. not middle, yeah not true libertarian but i'm midditarian i'm i am middletarian. i am i
0: i am not even sure what, what 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 a libertarian exactly is but i did change to that
1: <laughs> this past from this year from what i understand and i and i could be dead wrong because i really don't play political party right. for right. for anybody i don't care but from what i understand with liberal with libertarian is that you you're issue based but lean toward the right right that's what i understand libertarian to be and i don't lean toward anything i i've said this all the time and and you'll probably agree you'll be the one person to agree with me because everybody else pushes back about reagan but Mm -hmm. i say every president in my lifetime which starts with johnson every president in my lifetime has been a criminal except for except for jimmy carter and, he was, and because he wasn't a criminal, they made him out to be the worst president in the history of presidents. Right. Because he wouldn't play the game. And just like Trump, in a way, Trump, he wouldn't play the game, and look at how they castigate that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, my and, and, uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, my memories, you know, it,
0: it being born in 72, my first memories was uh, was Nixon and mm-hmm. just all the, the laughing and pointing the fingers and what a joke he was at that sure. point. You know, uh, so I and I remember that I used to even as a kid uh, make fun of him. I do. the you
1: know, they, <laughs> Right.
0: <laughs> did that one thing. and I would think that was funny because my dad did it and I would try to do it uh, and whatever. Um, but politics, I really just didn't understand it. I didn't have the real capacity to understand sure. it as a as a as a kid. Uh, you know, Reagan, I thought was awesome because he, he made a Star Wars program and I love right. Star Wars. Sure. You know what I mean? So I'm, uh, I'm in. Oh, yeah. He's putting space lasers up there to yeah. help us. You know, it, it wasn't until many, many years later that did I did I realized just how duped we were politically. And it was, you know, akin to finding out Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, yeah. You know, or...
1: right. <laughs> well, dude, and it's like it's weird when, when you go and you actually study it or, or when you're involved in it. And you really start to understand what a bunch of shit it is like. And I'll use this as a primary example in in the Clinton administration was right when I was in the military, Mm -hmm. you know, during Gulf War one and a little back beyond that and and a little after that. And um, I remember, you know, and I was an intel guy, so I saw a whole lot more than other people did. I was a I was an intel analyst. That was my job. You know so i really saw more and i won't talk about because i sure. really don't need to knock on the door but i you know i won't talk about exactly what i saw but i can definitely tell you that i just like you're saying now i would see things come across and then maybe sometimes six eight months later then it would become a thing right and it was like okay so and, you know, this is before the Internet and everything. This is back when we had we had the Wang computers that were doing, you know, transmitting data that way. In fact, dude, this, I was in there so early. You're going to laugh at this. We used to have a computer room that was as big as this room that I'm in now. And we used to have to take out the modems every morning. And the modems had a bunch of sliders like a mixing board on it. And we had to we had a we would get a ticker like you know like like the old fashioned 1920s tickers that you would see at the stock market and shit. right We would get a ticker tape, and we had to take this ticker tape, we had to hold it up to the modem, and then we had to set the the toggles to the holes in the mo in the ticker. So wow. that they would work for that day, and, and it was like ten of them. That was my job. First thing in the morning was I would go in and I'd be like, chit, ch plug it back in, so that we could get data over the Wang, the Wang operation, and and then once I would put it in, then then I would have to go out and turn the computer on. You had to and get we, the
0: Wang out. Did you have you had to, get to get the, the Wang, Wang out? Exactly.
1: Okay. I had to get my Wang going, and um, once I got that Wang going it would then it would the green screen would turn on and then we would start seeing here's a report from russia here's a report from this place here's a report from that place and most of it was innocuous bullshit i will say that most of mm-hmm. it was this is an example not a not a truism but we would get something across like the military in germany has a shortage of size 8 hats and that would come across as a news story, and then it would go into a we would take that news story I'm, I'm sharing way too much, but I don't care. Mm. We would take that news story and we would we would pass it on to our human department human intelligence human and um and then they would do what they would do in order to see if there was use for that so right. they would they would literally have their set of analysts analyzing if there was hats that were shortaged in germany was there a way that we could use that to our benefit was there a way that our enemy could use that to say well hey if you need to get new hats we can get you hats just tell us the just tell us what's hats going on at dipped work. in smallpox yeah or no. <laughs> or as long as as long as you keep us surprise of what your colonel is doing we can get you some hats you know, oh, I thought, thought it was a code. I mean, I thought that was some kind of code. No, it was. was it was the literally
0: the chair is against the wall. The chair is <laughs> against the wall. We're out of size eight
1: hats. We're out of size eight hats. That's no. what it was. It was weird like that, dude. It was. It was fat for me, who was eighteen years old and fascinated by. You know, I didn't know anything. You know, yeah. I'm eighteen years old. I had just gotten out of. I was barely out of Saturday afternoon cartoons. And I'm in I'm in i I'm in a skiff, uh, you know, a sensitive compartmented information facility. You know, yeah. I'm in a skiff, and I'm getting this kind of info, and I'm seeing how it all works. I was fascinated as a kid seeing this shit, and then going, then when we would travel to some of the other places and see the missiles and shit. Oh man, that shit was the coolest. I won't lie, that was the coolest shit ever. When you, I love that shit as a kid. I loved it there's nothing nothing more cool than when you drive up on a mountain and all of a sudden a side of it opens and you're just <laughs> wow. like holy fuck!" you, you saw that yeah i went in it whoa i went in it we had a we had a place in in one of the places that i, I can't i'm not going to say where but but one of the places that i did some time in the military had was near kind of missile silos and they were built into a mountain, and you would just see it, and you go in, you know, and, and, you know, and yeah. do do whatever you were gonna do. But it was, I was, as an eighteen year old kid, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> you know? did this they have cool like a think?
0: snare cadence going as you entered it, like boom?
1: No, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what they did have though—that was really fucking spooky. When you got inside that motherfucker if they didn't want you to get out, you were not getting out. Right. And there would be no record of you ever being in there. It was just, if they wanted to disappear you, that was where they could do it. That is for sure. Because who's, who's going to even look to the side of a mountain. Right. Who's going to, who's going to look for that. I you know, know, it's like
0: some Dr. Evil
1: shit. And, and And like, like if they would have wanted to get rid of me for some reason, Mm -hmm. they could have got rid of me, shot me in the head in this facility, got rid of the body. The fucking general or whoever I was working with would go back to work and just say, I never reported for work. Right. Who would know the difference?
0: Unless he wanted to end up like you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and he doesn't because he's a 20, 30 year man. Yeah. He's entrenched. He's sure not going to say, yeah, private Aiken didn't show up for work. (laughs) that's 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 the extent of it he's not gonna say yeah they took him out (laughs) not that i ever and and to be clear i never heard of or thought or saw anybody get taken out i'm just saying if they wanted to there's nobody gonna be investigating and knowing to go inside of a fucking mountain right no nobody it was crazy dude it was being an intel guy was the most fascinating job in the history of jobs for me which is why i think now i'm so much more fascinated and interested in conspiracy stuff mm-hmm. because i kind of saw the other side i saw how sure. how they craft information how raw information gets interpreted and and i mean that was what we would get and again this is 35 40 years ago at this point but when you would see raw information come across, like the hat thing, mm-hmm. that seems innocuous as hell. That seems like that could, you can't figure out in, in your head, in my head, in the average person's head, you never would see that and go, yeah, well, I could see where that could have value to a, a foreign government, a foreign entity, a foreign enemy. You know, you you can't you can't picture it, but then when you actually see somebody that that they scripted up 10 different ways of well that we could use it this way or we could use it that way or whatever it's fascinating so interesting stuff to say the least man but all right and do they so, repackage it to the people two, not two. well i'm not gonna go further but okay, okay, okay. I, i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna say as an intel guy it was fascinating right to, do, yeah. to, so to learn that stuff but all right let's change direction shall we let's let's talk let's do this we're going to play a quick break and then we will come back um our first guest has arrived he's in the green room right now waiting for us to stop yammering uh his name is steve rosen he wrote a book which is a fascinating book i'm 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 i haven't even scratched the surface of it i wish he would have given it to me a month earlier so i would have had more time to read um oh there it is the book is called tone chaser um, understanding Edward, it's, a uh, it deals with Edward Van Halen and Steve is a 20, however many year, 30 year friend of, of Eddie Van Halen. And unlike any other book on Eddie or any, anybody really, but specifically Eddie, there's a million books and this one is far different, far different than it's not just the normal surface level subtext you know it's not the and then eddie bought a drill and he recorded pound cake, you know it's not that Ah. it's really deep it's really it's a it's a great read from what i've read so far and i'm not all the way through it so you know i i will say it's long it's like 550 pages or some crazy number but um but we're gonna talk in just a minute with uh steve rosen to talk all about this and i'd imagine eric you as a guitar player as a professional guitar player probably have a million questions
0: i'm gonna start thinking of a million questions (laughs) yeah i didn't realize he was coming on but this is pretty awesome
1: yeah i mean dude every guitar player has Eddie van halen questions i think so Mm -hmm. so let's do this we will play uh we'll just play one quick spot and then we will come back and we will talk to steve rosen about his book tone chaser right after this it is chris hankin presents